0: Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevin. Hey everyone, welcome to episode two. So, I am super excited about what will likely... I'll probably make this into like two parts potentially, but we'll see how we go. Um, so this episode, I'm going to talk to you about how to stop feeling anxious and actually process that shit. And that shit, I mean those emotions. This is so important. <laughs> um, so if you haven't, checked out episode one. I've elaborated on the thought model, which recaps basically you have a circumstance From circumstances, events in life, you have thoughts about those. All those thoughts are different. They create feelings that causes you to do certain actions and get certain results. So now that we have some clarity around how our current thoughts are serving us. So what you do basically with the thought model and the school of thought from a life coach school is this is how we're able to objectively kind of see our thoughts and how they're getting us to do, you know, take certain actions and do certain things. And then we can look at that and actually actually create intentional models. So how do we, you know, how do we want to think? Like what actions do we want to take? What results do we want to get? How do we want to think? Um, and over time, I'll talk a little bit about cognitive bias and how once you're taking those actions and doing those things, you actually start to, you know, believe those thoughts, um, which sounds like magic. <laughs> And I thought it was ridiculous at first as well, but hear me out. It does have some, I would say some psychology and logic behind it. But what gets lost so much is not being able to process our emotions. But look, what we can get lost, and I do feel can get parked to the side and is one of the reasons why, you know, I became a life coach and it's kind of like my speciality as well is how important it is to process our emotions. Both when we have negative thoughts, because trust me, even when you're practicing these new thoughts and doing this model, they're still going to appear. I still get mine even, even when I'm launching my own business. But for me, it's like, it's kind of become a faint noise in the background like that auntie that's always gossiping you're like okay great cool you're telling me all these bad things like you know my limbic system isn't freaking out as much but also when we're doing these new thoughts and when we want to take these new actions from these new thoughts the first time you do it your limbic system is going to lose its shit. (laughs) It is where fear is going to come into play because this is new. Your brain is telling you, no, you need to, you know, go back into the cave, go back to safety. And it's really, really important to be able to sit with these literally sensations in your body and, you know, know that they're not going to kill you. Hear me out when I say that as well, because I know that can be taken out of context because emotions can be. You know, they can feel really intense. Also, what I see is when people are, you know, learning about this stuff, they use thought work to try to skip the negative feelings and try to get to the good part. And I'm sorry, but it doesn't work that way. I wish it worked that way. Look, we can't change the circumstance and we can't just, you know, straight away put in new code and be happy when I say new code, I mean like we're literally trying to rewire our brain from maladaptive coping mechanisms that we have developed for like years and years and decades even. And now we're like, all right, I'll just use thought work to just, you know, I'm going to feel better. And why aren't I feeling better? It's like, yeah, you're not feeling better because you, you know, you still need to sit with some of those negative emotions that, pop up when you're trying out new things and when your old thought patterns come into place a great way to get ahead of that is to actually just let your body kind of feel those feelings so i am going to address all of this so firstly why does this happen well did you know humans are the only animals where childbirth is you know it's quite painful and you know it hurts a lot um, compared to other mammals, where it's a lot more fluid, a lot more, you know, I guess you could say like natural. And this is because our brains developed at a much faster rate, i.e., they got bigger much faster than our bodies could keep up with. And I ultimately believe this is the same with our emotions. Our emotions have not evolved fast enough to catch up with the 21st century. Our brains. Specifically, the limbic system. That has not caught up to us. The limbic system is believed to be the oldest part of our brain shared with other animals. It regulates our emotional and behavioral responses, especially needed for survival, i.e. fight or flight. When this part of the brain is turned on in full force, your prefrontal cortex, that is a front part of your brain, that is a part that developed much later on, That's what we use for cognition and high decisions that is dampened. Hence, we're not making the best strategic decisions when we're anxious. That part of the brain is really turned off. All the energy is focused on, you know, the limbic system, the fight or flight. What do we need to do? Especially the amygdala. Uh, And the limbic system is compromised of a number of parts of the brain. But I want to talk about the amygdala because it largely impacts memory and links an event to an emotional response. So, in short, what it does is if you see a bear and that bear is running towards you and, you know, you have a little, I don't know, maybe a tiff with it. You maybe just barely get, a, get away from it. You know, you remember feeling afraid. If you see it again, that's what's responsible for that really quick firing of the fight or flight response. Because can you imagine as humans, if like every time we left the cave, we were like, hmm, this bear going to kill me. I don't know. So what the amygdala does is it just creates that real key connection. So it sees it and it's like, yep, I got to I got to Like, that's the bear. Can't go do that. Nope. Run away. And funny enough, the amygdala actually fires a lot more often in children. (laughs) And that's because they've never experienced life shit. (laughs) Their brain has no idea what's going to kill them or not. And the prefrontal cortex, that actually, again, it's the part that's kind of regulating um, our emotional response and kind of put put everything together. That's not as developed, hence why sometimes they can have extreme reactions to the most smallest of things. So, look, why am I talking about this? Well, hear me out. For millions, millions of years, humans have lived in tribes and small groups as hunters and gatherers, you know, trying to live you know, running away or potentially like fighting bears. Now we're living in a world with a stack of stimuli. Like think of the 21st century. Like it really hasn't been that long that technology has kind of been in humans' lives and it has developed so quickly. Plus we have all these absorbed messages around what we should be doing, um, you know, working potentially like one of them working all the time, getting output out, you know, working on the hustle and what I'm finding and what I've, I've been seeing and in, experienced myself is there's such a big disconnect between your limbic system and the prefrontal cortex. Your limbic system is running off an old code. That code was used to survive as a hunter and gatherer, your prefrontal cortex at front part of the brain. You, you know, that work deadline, that urgent email, that tone in your boss's voice, that isn't going to kill you. Yet all your limbic system hears when you are thinking negative thoughts is, oh my God, a T-Rex is out there to kill me. Please ignore the plane that you can hear in the background. (laughs) So... Why it's really important to process the emotions is you're either feeding the limbic system by, you know, ruminating or buffering. And then your body is like, well, I better scream louder. Like a tone or an urgent deadline is not an actual threat to your survival. That's what I mean when I say there's such a disconnect between the prefrontal cortex and the limbic system. And it's also why sometimes you sit there And you just judge yourself. Like you will be like, oh my God, like nothing has gone wrong. Why am I stressing about it? And you'll start to feel like, you know, even more emotional around that. Well, honey, it ain't your fault. (laughs) You're like, again, if we look at the model, if you're thinking, oh my God, this is so stressful. Your limbic system, it's just your limbic system having a flare up really. And in society, we're not really taught how to really deal with our emotions so you're either feeding the limbic system by ruminating i.e sitting in the fire really focusing on what's you know going on and what's going on as in like your prefrontal cortex is turning off so sometimes if you have a friend talking about what's going on and you objectively you know you're separate from it you know you might be giving them life advice you might be sitting there being like oh why are they you know that this isn't Like this is okay, but once you're in it, once you have those like sensations and all those different hormones going through your body, you know, you see it in a completely different light or (laughs) you're buffering. Um, And then if you're buffering, buffering being, you know, you're just running away from the feeling, you don't want to deal with it, you keep pushing through. Your body is like, well, obviously I have to scream louder to let him or her know that, you know, they're in a really dangerous scenario. And what I think is so weird, I don't know if you've experienced this, um, when you're sleeping, if you do sleep, when you're anxious, it's really only once you start to get up and you start to think that the anxiety kicks in. Firstly, prime time to get killed is when you're asleep. So your body will actually naturally produce more cortisol in the morning. But now your body is already in an extremely stressed state. (laughs) So it is working overtime and your cortisol is peaked. Like it is through the roof. And then when you start to think and you start to remember things, that's when the whole Model starts to kick in. Like you're thinking these things, you're having these feelings, you're doing these actions, such as, you know, buffering or sitting in the fire. So, what we need to do is teach our limbic system that these 21st century life stresses are not bears trying to eat us. And the way we do that is we actually embrace the emotions that pop up. Now, it is completely normal to be afraid of not feeling good. And to be afraid of this when I tell you it, like when I, the first time I heard this, I wanted to pull back so quickly. Like it was just a spike in my emotions. Like my, my limbic system flared up. It was like, no, 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 (laughs) no. Like you are not doing this. And that's because on top of all of this, we've also been taught to fear bad emotions or the happiness trap. Ultimately, it is not sustainable or even possible to be happy all the time. So when we do feel bad, when we do feel anxious or depressed, we double down on it. We're like, oh no, oh my God, why am I feeling this way? Like we, we make the emotion even worse for yourself. It's, you know, it's kind of like jumping into the fire pit. Like you were just, it's the same thing before with the rumination, except now you're adding on a layer of... Judgment, like just extra judgment, just like, oh, no, I can't feel this way. This isn't good. And that just makes the emotion even more intense. So how we process emotion is super fucking simple. In saying that, it'll take a whole heap of time to learn and train. It took me probably a year to do this um, in relation to to work And I would say different areas, you know, different areas, That it takes time. It just takes time. It's all up to you. But all we need to do it seriously, it is ridiculous how fucking simple this is because I don't want you to overcomplicate it. We love to complicate things, you know, like the, what's great about the model is it's like when you're learning it, yes, it's simple, but you're like trying to do all these things. You're like, yeah, and then I can think this and blah, blah, blah. And then what I hear and I'm about to tell you, you're just like, that's fucking it. This is the most fucking important part that you need to do out of, like, all this work, I would say. Yes, understanding the model, how it objectively works, thinking new thoughts, yes, but you are going to believe these thoughts. You are going to be, like, living your life so much better as in just enjoying the moment more if you can accept that today you're going to feel a little bit shit. So how, that, how we do that? All you need to do, is explain your feelings to yourself as if you were an alien and not judge it. I know, it sounds so easy, but it is so hard to do. Again, I should not want this to be misconstrued as though I am asking people to delve into strong emotions and make themselves worse. That is ultimately rumination and judgment. <laughs> I did that. Does make it worse. You don't sit there and go, Well, I feel like shit and I want to cry and everything sucks and everything is terrible and, and I hate this and, and I feel sick. No, that's ruminating, that's shoving yourself into the fire, that's just going along, it's just making out with your limbic system. You guys are just having a fucking party together. We're not doing that. I want you to watch the fire, watch the house fire from a distance. And describe it to me in a non-judgmental and neutral language. So if I'm anxious, I would say, and you know, say, I wouldn't say like, again, I feel like crying, blah, blah, blah. I wouldn't go into it. I would say, okay, there is a swelling in my throat. There is blood rushing through my brains. And get real specific. What I would do is pretend like there was an alien right there. And it would keep asking me questions. So when I say there's blood rushing through my veins, it'd be like, oh, what's blood? What do you mean? And I'd go, well, blood is a liquid that flows through me um, and it's flowing at a faster pace. This causes my body temperature to rise and sweat. What's sweating? Well, that's where water and toxins are released through my skin. There's also a tightness or pressure on my chest. My hands are shaking slightly Um, and moving at a quick pace. Do you see how saying that and describing literally sensations in your body is so much more neutral, it's just so much more far away from the value and shit that you apply to an emotion? Because if you think about it, if I say you feel anxious, there's actually going to be an automatic like response. When I say automatic response, if you hear me saying anxious and you kind of get like this, I don't know how to explain it. I get like a little feeling kind of in my head, just like a little bit of like hmm trepidation. And because your brain has, you know, wired itself so closely that anxiety means bad things. How different does that sound to a swelling in my throat? So what this is doing is it's just separating yourself from the emotion because again this is all just thoughts from the thoughts we apply value to them that triggers a response and then we apply value to the response and then we're judging ourselves and going you know ruminating etc because we're expected to feel happy all the time and then it's just a never-ending cycle because again like I'm repeating this because it's so important saying Even to say you have mild level anxiety, say you get like, again, work email deadline, a little bit stressful. How much better is it to say, okay, whenever that happens, whenever I get an email with a work deadline, I'm going to get a swelling in my throat. How separate does that sound to I'm going to have anxiety? It's kind of like getting like a mild headache. It's like if you knew every morning, you were just going to get a light headache. Would you really be freaking out about it? You'd be like, okay you know, maybe it takes some pound adult or something, but like when we get emotions, we just apply all this shit onto it and we just add fuel to the cycle. Again, we're just run- Yeah, we're running into the fire with a jerry can and we're putting it all over ourselves. And we're like, oh my God, this sucks. Instead of letting the sensations in your body, again, you're just describing sensations in your body due to thoughts which is just a chemical reaction and neurons firing off and we're just letting it be and letting it pass through. It just takes off the intensity so much. The first time you do this, it will be terrible. <laughs> when I say it'll be terrible, I mean, look, when I was doing this, it was hard. Like I it was a big buffer. I would wake up first thing in the morning and I'd watch TikTok and then I'd eat and then I'd go straight into work and then I'd start to feel better at work and that's because I was getting my dopamine hits being a perfectionist and a people pleaser from that and then by night time my cortisol levels would typically go down and I'd feel better but then in the morning I'd wake up feeling so anxious and I'd just repeat it and do it all over again and again the emotion is just getting stronger and stronger because I'm not listening to myself so the first time you do this you may not feel amazingly better straight away and i would suggest if you're too scared to do this with something really intense do it with something mild even like waiting in line or getting overtaken on the road observe your emotions become a scientist and study yourself i did this with really intense emotions because at the time when i was learning this like i was already in it there was lots of things going on in my life you hear that a little bit in the intro so that was just like you know it's like lifting (laughs) like really heavy weights i guess and it just got so much fucking better like i just let them pass and i know that it is okay to feel this way and it is totally fucking normal if anything, again, emotions are just electrical signals that pass through your body and release hormones that make you do, you know, want to do certain, you know, they do certain bodily functions, like your cortisol makes your heart a bit more rapid. Again, we're just little meat bags with different code set into us and hormones that go off. If you're looking at it from that way, it just takes the pressure off so much. And I, even quickly when I started to do this, I did notice the emotions just ease up a lot more. Did I like sitting with the uncomfortableness of having a mild level anxiety all day? No, I fucking did not. But now the same stresses are appearing. My job has not changed. And when I, like literally I would just sit there and be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to feel shit today. I'm going to not feel super happy. I'm going to let my body feel that way. Holy fuck. Do I get over things so much better? Not processing your emotions is like holding on to diarrhea. Think about it. When you have like food poisoning or you have diarrhea, you know, obviously having diarrhea and going to the toilet is very uncomfortable. <laughs> like no one wants to do it. It feels terrible. But once it's out, it's out. Like it's gone. That cr- Literally that crap is out. But when you're holding on to it, It's like you're getting the lemon and you're just eating the rind. Like it's terrible, you know, like you're sitting there, you're having cramps and then it goes away and then it comes back and then it's like really, really intense and it goes away a little bit like you're just extending that process so much longer for you. And that is ultimately the same. It's literally, it's the same concept with our emotions. You just need to let them pass through. If you're running away, that house fire is just going to get worse. It's going to go through all the trees and it's going to catch up to you. And do not make the mistake that everyone does when they start this work. where your brain tries to, again, just circumvent and run away and buffer by doing thought work to rewire a brain, i.e., avoid the fucking feelings, (laughs) And then wonder why your new thoughts aren't working. I did this so much and had no idea. Like the brain is sneaky. (laughs) She was like, okay, we'll observe our emotions and then practice a stack of new thoughts. So we can just get to the part where we don't feel like shit. And then we're like, but why isn't this working? And it's like, because you're doing the same thing. You're buffering, but you're using thought work. If you're working on new thoughts and wondering why they're not working or cranky that they're not working and you're judging yourself, it's because you need to feel your feels. Then move on to the thought work and your prefrontal cortex, again, just getting a little bit more in control. So for now, your homework is to watch the fire. Do not judge the fire. Do not run away from the fire. Do not. Get a jerry can and, you know, put it all over yourself and run into it. Sit from a distance. Watch it. Observe it. Describe it to yourself. And if you have a specific area or you want further guidance or understanding on this, come check me out so I can help you deal with these big fucking feelings. Hey. Are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five day challenge how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix that's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one on one clients that I'll be sharing for free